is Jawbreaker, and I'm your host, Stephanie Moyers. I'm here today with Maddie and Graham from Return to Dust. Hi, guys. What's up? Uh, hello, hello. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much. Thank you for joining. Yeah. So good. you guys just dropped your EP over the summer, Black Road, and I know you already have the other song that just came out, your single, No Love, and that's how I first discovered you guys. They're both phenomenal, and I'm sure you get this all the fucking time, but I haven't heard new music like this in so long, like decades where where does your sound and inspiration originate from well i'm wearing one of the bands currently <laughs> but uh yeah i mean lots of 90s for sure i think we um we didn't grow up on that stuff which is kind of funny like i feel like we grew up mainly on like folk and like alternative stuff uh from i don't know early 2000s late 2000s mm -hmm. and uh and then it kind of like we kind of found rock through um like kind of slowly more throughout college and then whenever we met our producer he's like no nah, dude y'all got to check out some some uh some real shit you know and and, uh, and then he showed us like the 90s stuff and we were like what the fuck and we just did like a big dive and it's cool i think yeah. like it definitely feels like that's when like rock was at its peak like just not only the 90s the most pop yeah like not only was it the most popular but it just felt like all the greatest bands were writing that stuff and we were totally like unbeknownst to this growing up and you yeah. know like i've heard allison chains here and there but like, i've never done the deep dive on them you know funny enough i feel like guitar hero right? has huge influence on on me For you know sure. like yeah. it's crazy yeah like i grew up playing like all the guitar hero games and you know some of my favorite songs were like three three and seven or threes and sevens by queens of stone age and like uh like muse sound song. gardens on there yeah. yeah there's like some like afi stuff and yeah it's just miss murder i think yeah and uh is that on there oh that makes sense it is yeah i think on guitar Hero three or something like that or two i only ever played the band one and i was always the drummer <laughs> sick yeah 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 <laughs> that was a very like college thing i think we're like roughly the same age so yeah that was like that's just what you did you just like you played in a fake band <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh yeah so yeah eventually we're like well let's stop being a fake band and let's be a real band uh, <laughs> and then here we are so. so how did that happen actually i read one of your other interviews that said you guys dropped out of college to move to la to form your band tell me yeah. that's a story i want to hear it uh well ryan actually the dude who's he's he's working over here in the same room as us he's our roommate uh he moved to california for audio engineering and he uh, he works underneath our current producer um, as his assistant and like assistant engineer. He works on like all the records that they do. It's a really small studio in Santa Monica. And we were both going to college in different states at the time. Graham and I were. And we went on a spring break trip to visit him. And we like got to talking with his, with, with his boss. And his boss was just like super cool. He was like a little drunk. And he was just like showing us like, all his music. And he was just getting like super like excited. And uh, and then he like heard that we played music, so we like played him some stuff. We played him a cover, uh, "Dreams" by Fleetwood Mac, and he was nice. like, "I love your guys' voice. Like you're like the way that it like moves together and whatnot. It's like really, it's 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 good. You guys are talented, even though we didn't have anything original to play him. So uh, he basically like encouraged us. He told us he was like, if you want to pursue music full time, you can. Uh, yeah, it was like I like to imagine that it's like um, <laughs> like back in the elden days you know whenever you have like the 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 street uh what would you say like the 
the, <laughs> the like the, the balkers like playing on the street <laughs> yes but like the priest you oh, know? The, the, the like street the street prophet like the street prophet <laughs> yeah exactly and he's like not what i was saying yeah different <laughs> yeah and uh yeah it's just, so i like to imagine that it was like that but like a drunk street prophet and yeah uh, it's like telling us that you can change your whole life yeah, right yeah. now the spirit of rock is within you, you. the power yeah. so uh, and you're like i'm gonna believe him you're yeah, like, of course yeah so um, so we did pretty much yeah like two months later we moved out here and uh and that that was a crazy time we basically like we didn't have a place to stay we didn't have like any friends out here besides ryan and he was living at gym studio at the time so we got like a one bedroom apartment and just got day jobs and just basically like worked all throughout the pandemic and like at our day jobs grocery stores and uh and wrote songs and that's where like the breadth of the material from this album that was a terrible time by the way yeah it was a terrible time Is that right when you moved out here was during or before the pandemic it was a little bit before it hit us like right a couple before. months after yeah. oh uh, fuck that's awful it sucked because we're paying california rent and not getting access to any california amenities so it's like there's just everything oh my god so it was uh yeah that was a rough time but we definitely uh we made the most of it by just like staying inside writing songs like staying inspired and creative and whatnot uh but it was a very sad time which is why all the breadth of the material on that ep is all sad <laughs> because you know it's just very trying times we're like so far away from our family and we really only have each other and we're kind of just like scraping by financially so it uh well, where did you guys move from how far away texas Okay. Yeah, that's pretty far. So it's not like you could just get in the car and like drive home to see your parents that easy. I mean, you can, but it'd take more than a day. No. Yeah. And with like flights and everything at the time, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I still even now only go home like once a year. Or something yeah. Like that. It's just hard. It's Yeah. And like during the pandemic too, we saw like a lot of like, yeah, like the world's shutting down, like y'all got to move back. Like this wasn't a good idea, like all this stuff. And, you know, I feel like deep down we knew that it would just kind of blow over and um i mean it took a while but it did and um yeah like we just kind of stuck with it and we're like you know we already we're already out here like we yeah. might as well just keep going that was the hard part i mean it's it, i know it was hard when you were here but for anyone moving to la in itself like that's the toughest part is just making the decision and actually even just finding a place when you don't know anyone out here i was the same i moved out not knowing anyone. And my first roommate was like a coworker of my mom's that I was basically a total stranger. But like, once you're here, if you leave, it's so much harder to come back. So I'm glad you didn't and you stuck with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, it was like, either it, it was like failure. It, it was deemed as failure in my mind if we were to move back, you know, it's like you, we didn't have for sure what it takes. So and it was uh, like, you wouldn't have given it a full shot because it's like, it's COVID. We got to wait. <laughs> Totally, yeah. And I was like, I've yet to experience anything here yet, and I want to. I want to experience all the, you know, like the the live music and whatnot. Like, not only play, but just like experience LA. And we just we, we hadn't yet. It was so it's so magical, isn't it? Like the Sunset Strip and everything. Like I, I did briefly leave LA. It was for like six months, and I was like, I miss it so fucking much. <laughs> Came back, and overall, I've been here close to a decade, and I. I have a brother who's in Austin and he said something similar. He's like, Oh, if you want a music scene, like you can move to Austin. I was like, no, I literally live in LA. Like this is it for a reason. Like people say, go to LA 
to be in any form of the music industry because everyone is here. Like a random weekend night, you could pop a new show at the Roxy or the Rainbow or whatever and just meet someone who changes your life. Like That doesn't happen anywhere else. No. Yeah. So how's it been since you guys have gotten to experience that now? Now with COVID, thankfully, being a bit more in the past. Pretty good. I feel like um, more of a native now course instead of just like a local like a tourist i still we live pretty far from la so i still kind of feel like a tourist whenever we go there and i'm like oh my god i hate it here like <laughs> where are you guys at uh it's just it's just there's a lot of traffic and it's just kind of dirty and we're there, there's a lot to uh, come on there's a lot to hate there's a lot to there's a lot to love for sure there's a lot to hate um, how, how far out, out of la are you guys west Covina, so yeah. like hour near- plus ish yeah, well, a little bit less. It's like near Pasadena, so with traffic, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like an hour. Like but. if you know where, like downtown, like the Moroccan Lounge, like that's like thirty minutes away. Oh yeah, that's not bad. I've driven through West Covina, usually just like taking the highway if I was going yeah. further out. But okay. at least you're in like a well, I don't know. I've not lived out there, like a kind of nicer area than you know, yeah, garbage and trash. <laughs> so, it's suburbs, so yeah, we have like neighbors, but they're far apart. And we have like our own space, far apart, relatively speaking. Hey, that's nice. You're not like sharing every wall. Like yeah. <laughs> we're in a house with with air between the other houses. What? Yeah. Those exist in California. <laughs> and garage, which we practice in. We have like we've thrown shows here. We've we've, we've yeah. been here in this house for like three years. We've shot like every music video. All of our promo, all of our music videos, like everything was shot in this house basically. Really? I was just watching music videos last night. Honestly, I couldn't, I would not have known that that was like at a house, so. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, well, there's another one that's unreleased that's also in the house, but yeah, Yeah. so No Love was was shot here. Cellophane Um, was. Cellophane was shot here. That's what I was watching last night, Cellophane, yeah. Yeah. Mm what else? I guess part of losing faith. Part of losing faith, yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, a lot of losing faith, and a lot of the newest one that's coming out right now. And so. some promo for stuff like promo for Black Road we did like a long time ago. So we've like wrung our place dry now. Yeah. It's like, that's paid, awesome. I know it's great. Yeah, we found good ways to use the space, and it's it's a cool looking house. It's like you know mid century. There's like none of the windows are insulated, and like place is kind of falling apart. But it's it's cool. It's home. Like I. I don't we don't we don't need much more you know what i mean the true train spotting style true train spotting style yeah it's not that i love that i mean you are really just like you're able to utilize your space in a way that you would not be able to use like an apartment in hollywood honestly yeah which we did have an apartment in uh in inglewood whenever we moved here and we got like constant noise complaints oh yeah we couldn't find anywhere to practice like yeah our downstairs neighbor hated us uh even just from like singing and playing acoustic guitar, like she would she would text and call like all the time about that. It was what I know. It was that rough. lame as fuck. Like, you just appreciate the music. Like what the fuck? I Dude. would love a neighbor like that. It's so much better than someone like I don't know bumping eight oh eights through the walls at four in the morning. Yeah, right. Yeah. Dude, now our neighbors come to our house shows. I yeah. guess, like I would go. I'd be like, oh, life music. Thank God. Yeah, and you guys are like actually yeah. talented, so you know. <laughs> it's pretty cool this neighborhood's pretty cool like there's there's like some parties and stuff that happen ever so often so it's not like we're the only rowdy neighbors which is good mm-hmm. you know it's nice helps the uh helps the vibe for sure do you have have you found a way to like 
make music the full thing or is that still something you're like working towards uh we're definitely still working towards yeah. it yeah um it's funny i was kind of thinking about this last night while i was like so like tripping balls on an edible and i was like we're not like replacing our day jobs yet with music but like we're making a like solid uh like cushion from like merch sales and from shows that we're doing and yeah like, that we could like we we are doing stuff you know what i mean it's like it is happening i feel the like transition but it's not it's not quite fully there it, it, it takes a lot to be making you know, like the price of a house um, for like all your band members, basically from music. And it's, it's, it's not going to happen anytime soon. I don't think, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, so you gotta, be, you gotta be making a couple thousand a month, right. To support. And then, ranges, but, yeah. And that's but, hard. But yeah. I also don't mind entirely what we, what we do now. Like we work at a coffee shop and we're, we're cooks. We're like rolling burritos and making avocado toast and shit. So it's, it's pretty fun. And we're in like a really cool, like, environment with uh like our boss is awesome he gives us time off to to do shows and he under and he gets it he comes to the shows like our our workplace is pretty really crazy, really yeah. really awesome uh and we've met so many like friends like we met our drummer there i met my girlfriend there like so that that place has done so much for us so i'm uh grateful of the day job that we have and that i'm not like pain painfully like being there every day you know right not to, like hating your life totally yeah. so, sometimes it feels like too much time is spent there not enough time spent doing music which is is totally true like some days i come home and we're just like exhausted and we just like have to sure. not do anything yeah. so that kind of sucks but um just silver lining it, it could be a lot worse you know we could have much worse jobs and be in a much worse like position so i'm happy with and having a boss that like not only knows what you're doing but supports and understands god that's that's make or break no matter what we do outside of day jobs in the past there was always this stigma i feel like especially before covid that's like oh you like something other than your day job like well, i don't know about that person i don't know if they should stay i don't know if we should pay them it's like well i mean yeah like we're all multifaceted people yeah i don't want to be doing this for the rest of my life whatever right you know what i mean like it's it is a terrible misconception and it's it's an, an awful taboo that has been like wild wildly spread i feel like I, and it does take a while like you said like at least you're you're on the way and i feel like anything worth having in my own experience and so many other people's i've seen always takes so much longer than we want but if you feel like you're on the right path like you you probably are like it's happening it's coming just stick with it totally that some of your TikToks did go a little bit viral. And I did first discover you guys, not on TikTok, but on Instagram, because I follow a lot of music and you came up on my Discover page Boy. for No Love, that teaser before it came out. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. And then, and here we are. So it works. That's cool. That's yeah, awesome. Wow. Um, that's, yeah, that's really cool. Uh, it's nice to hear your social media stuff works, right? <laughs> You're like, oh, someone found me. Yes. Oh, oh, like, <laughs> so much goes into it. It's like a lot of things come from it <laughs> it really does it's a full-time job like I don't know, it's really hard to kind of figure out um tiktok and instagram are different worlds totally um, definitely something that we had to acknowledge and try and come up with ways i feel like we're, we're still kind of tackling both of those beasts um because they're really hard to figure out and like 
you know, yes, we did have that one go viral or whatever. And I think that honestly, it was just pure happenstance. Like, yeah. I, you know, I mean, sure, there was like a little bit of strategy with like the caption and like whatever, you know, it was like, sure, it was like premeditated to some degree, but like, you know, it's not like I posted it and I was like, this is the one, you know, like this is going to happen. Yeah. I know it. Happened totally yeah. randomly, which is cool. And I think it was great that it happened so early on, like into our career, basically. It was like, you know, four months after we released music or less. Than yeah, that. it was like less three months after we released music. Yeah. And that that took off and it was like, cool. But we still haven't like figured out, I think, the full like identity and like a ability to be consistent with it. You know what I mean? And that just comes yeah. with time. And I think I think we get closer there every day. And but. it's an it's an ongoing thing. I think you know, I kind of come to terms with the fact that it's like there there is no like you have to be you have to be satisfied with the the thing that you're putting out currently. And if you're not satisfied with it, which you probably aren't, because you know artist things, and <laughs> uh, and it's, yeah, so if if you're not satisfied with it, then just like keep working to the thing that you're proud of like try and be like proud of what you're putting out because you know whatever you press share on is the most current snapshot and you know hopefully every time you press share you can be at least a little bit proud of what you're putting out you know um so uh yeah so so i think it's just trying to trying to be consistent with that and genuine um, yeah genuine i think that that hits people the most because it is like you said it's hard to know i always kind of equate social media to playing the lottery like you said being being genuine is your best bet and having something real that if someone discovers you whether you only have 300 views or 300,000 that matters more yeah mm -hmm. yeah and i think i think something that we've also kind of uh, we've, we've talked about quite a bit is like, you know, you, you see bands, I'm not going to, I'm not going to name any, cause that's, you just, should. That, no, no, no. <laughs> Do you want to? <laughs> you see, you see bands that like, they'll have like a, a viral thing. And then all of their posts after that are just like, kind of like scraping at what once was. And it's like, you don't. I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen it. You yeah and I, yeah no I, that's just not a good look i think you know and that's, that's just like getting trapped by social media by like the social media curse and just like be, becoming like obsessed with those numbers and yeah it's just like be i don't know be more creative like be more uh have like cooler i mean there's definitely better ways to go about like having cool things to look at you know on a consistent basis and there's this kid that uh, that we follow. I'm sure uh, I'm sure you probably know who this is. His, uh, his artist name is Ro Capara. I don't know mm -hmm. if that's a real name, but um, but he's really really creative with like everything. All of the like little videos that he does, it's, like they're all so different, and they have like this consistent vibe and this like style, and it's like very clear that he has like a very cinematic mind, and it's like you know, and, and he's just sharing all of the songs that he's done. And it's really, really cool. And then, uh, and I, I, you know, I, it's like, I wish, like, that's dope. Uh, but yeah, doing the same, doing the same caption and, and yeah, trying to scrape it 
uh, what once was. You just got to be creative. You got to have like new, fresh ideas. You need to like have something that is enticing to people, not like you. You've always got to be like coming up with some kind of new idea. You can't just yeah. like, scraping up the same old idea. Like once you kick the door down once, you can't do it again. It's you done. Know? Yeah, and and like less is more. You know, if you did it once, just pin that right. Like pin your TikTok, pin your reel. So when someone comes to your page. They'll see it. Great. It still exists. You'll still get new views on it. But if you have that, rather see less content, but at least it's different and fresh every time than just the same video six times a month. Yeah. Yeah. Or okay. those people that post like day one of posting my song until it blows up. I'm like, that's not a strategy. Like, has that really ever worked for anybody? Like maybe 0.1% and it was by chance, not because it was a good method. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just not how it works. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. And social media is a trap. It's it's, it's like, hard. It's yeah. fucking hard. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, like I said, it's it's definitely a full time job, and it's like it's weird because you know, like before this whole TikTok thing, musicians didn't have to be videographers. Yeah. You know, and like you kind of have to be now. Uh, and if you're not a video vid videographer, then you know you better be kind of creative with whatever kind of video content that you're making because i mean you kind of you do have to have video content like there's no i don't think there's really a way to do uh, you know music now without it like you'd be surprised I, I, I'm, there we ex i feel like we exist in a world where like we're only around other people like that but i, I feel like yeah. people do music a lot of of other ways besides that yeah and um yeah, maybe like I just think it, it helps. I just think it helps speed up the process a little bit. I think it's like yeah. if you can be multifaceted in your in your in your art and, and create multiple different mediums, it, it is a, a, a better method to reach more people faster. But um, I definitely think if your thing is just write good songs, put on good shows like you, you will eventually get there. It'll just maybe take a lot longer for people to pick up on, on what you're doing. But there's different methods. A lot of bands either hop on a big tour or they or just diff different ways of, of getting their stuff out there. It doesn't, doesn't have yeah. to be videos, but it, do it sure does help. I actually think a really good example of what you're talking about is um, the band Julie. Julie. The, no, I have to look them up. You should look them up. They're really cool. It's like, um, it's kind of a mix of things. It's like, they're like super into like My Bloody Valentine, but it's like more aggressive than that. It's like... Oh, okay. I'm interested kind of shoegazy you know in a lot of ways but like yeah like fast drums and uh like crunched out distorted guitars they're really cool anyway um they've never had a tiktok they uh they're just like art school kids who just like make really dope shit and like they've i think they've been on a couple tours and like it's just like word of mouth and like they're doing really really well so yeah like it's you just, said, it's possible a number of ways. It just kind of depends what you're aiming for and what your particular band, since there's multiple of you, what your skill sets combined can achieve. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of shows, tell me about the two coming up. Uh, program's going to be dope. We've been there before. Have you, have, you, have you been there? I have not. So this will be my first time. I'm excited. Cool. Great. It's Yeah, it's a little like skate shop. I'm sure it's going to run. Our first time playing. We've never yeah. played there. We've yeah. been there. We have been there um I, it's a little skate shop i don't know how long it's been there probably a long time uh but yeah, it's, it's pretty famous i think 
it's yeah, yeah. it's super it's super like small there's no like crazy lights or like crazy sound or anything like that it's literally just a skate shop with like two pas set up do you uh do you have, as, as diy punk as it gets like yes yeah. yeah it's just like uh yeah it's just like a a, a punk skate shop yeah. and uh yeah so it's like like low quality but like that's the point you know like it's totally. really cool so uh yeah we're pretty excited to play it's a, I don't, our our sound is very like kind of you know not to say that it banks really hard on atmosphere but I mean, it definitely gets helped a lot it by definitely, atmosphere yeah like, atmosphere helps so <laughs> i think the, the i think the band functions best when it's on like a big stage with good sound and good for light. sure like, it's a theatrical yeah. like very like atmospheric thing um not to say we can't play a diy show because we have before no it'll be yeah the the it'll be way punkier than it has been that's for sure yeah those are so, some of the best shows i'm excited totally yeah, yeah, yeah we've played like skate parks and stuff before that's been really fun mm -hmm. that's yeah. awesome so this one it's next friday for anybody uh who might be listening before it happens next friday the 13th is that right yes yes mm -hmm. and then you have one more in is it santa Ana? yeah at ftg uh find the good find the good music um yeah, so if you don't know what FTG is, it's like basically this warehouse, uh, just again like DIY run. Um, uh, it's just a just a big warehouse, and it's like a kind of a long stage. The setup's kind of weird, but like in a in a in a good way. We're doing. We've seen some cool shows over there. We're doing like our like second annual Halloween show thing that we've been doing. Uh, yeah, it's called They Are Watching. Yeah, and so. We'll have like vendors and like a tattoo artist and a bunch of cool bands on the bill. So that should be a good time. Really That's awesome. I love that. It yeah. actually like just like fully came together like today. I, I just, uh, I, I made the flyer. I just finished up all the details and uh, we're going to probably promote that tomorrow or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So that should be super fun. So either one of those great show for you to come to. And do you guys have a, tour in 2024 coming up or is that something that's just kind of in the works it is in the works it is in the um, works yeah i was i was honestly really hoping that we would get uh at least like an offer or something or find an agent or someone to to help us out to help together a tour for 2024 because on on tiktok like there's, there's people from all over the world who are like come here come here you know come here come here we get dms and like uh like comments about it all the time asking us to come to different states and it's like we that's really want great. to yeah, I know it's awesome, but it's it's it is expensive. Great. Yeah, but and yeah. <laughs> and a ton of different things. So we're we're trying to uh, if we can't like you know like find find a bigger band or find an agent or whatever, we'll, we're going to plan it ourselves. Like we are going to do it um, and try and bring our music to these people because I think it's really important. Uh, but yeah, we have some homies that are super down for a tour. Uh, uh, uh just yeah like a like a uh little like regional run yeah <laughs> the, the name escapes me um not the name of the band they're called lacuna they're really cool they're just yeah close friends and we're gonna we're trying to plan some sort of west coast run yeah uh with them probably early next year mm -hmm. um, i see this happening for you guys i feel like you're still like you said you've got the traction going it's just gonna keep going from here totally yeah, that's the goal. That is the goal. Touring is really, I mean, like you got a tour, you know, like, uh, I feel like you can only do so much with 
with the the online promo like people want Definitely. to see the show you know and the show is is arguably the most important thing before the songs obviously uh but uh at least it is for us like yeah get that style of music and whatnot it's definitely like you have to be there and see it and feel it and makes it a whole different thing i think it's an experience yeah yeah for sure a lot of music the kids won't yeah more important (laughs) it's true though i mean at least you know it's live and you're not being like exactly yeah yeah. i do (laughs) (laughs) just listening to someone lip sync a track Right. One of my final questions for you guys is, especially since you are so new, um, what is something you would want fans to know about you? Probably just the amount of work that we put into this band, like day in and day out. Um, we really do it for like for the music itself and to bring our music to as many people as possible. Because I really think that it could that it could help people uh, in the ways that it's helped us um, and yeah that's that it's just genuine that we write stuff from the heart we're not like trying to uh to grab onto like trends or like what people want to hear we're kind of just giving them or or what people expect to hear or whatnot we kind of just give like our most um genuine like opinions and outlooks and uh i think people could could find a lot from it so yeah dude i just want some kids to kill each other to this to this shit you know what i mean totally yeah Swint. You just want to fuck some shit up with your songs. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Uh, that's nice too. God, yeah, it's so it's so fun. I feel like we can't. We have like, I don't, I'm just like thinking about the range of things. Like, we got some like heavy, like just heavy, you know, uh, trudgers, and then and then just like twinkly, like, really sappy acoustic like, songs. Yeah, yeah. it's it's, so it's a good balance. I think that's what it's the hallmark of a good artist. People can cry in their car and whatnot, and then come to a show and push people around. Yeah, kill cool. each other, and that's yeah. that's the one that we want. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that you're pushing for. That's the agenda here. <laughs> really pushing for it. Okay, well, thank you so much again for joining me today, and to everyone listening, please check the link in the bio for Return to Dust socials, Spotify, catch their shows coming up next weekend if you're listening to this before it happens. Please hit like and subscribe to not miss an interview and to not miss any updates from Return to Dust. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much. Thank you again for listening to Jawbreaker. To never miss an interview, please hit like and subscribe. We are available wherever you stream podcasts in addition to YouTube if you'd like to watch the interview live. And thank you so much to my boys, Twin Rova, out in Orlando for my intro song. Check them out on Instagram, Spotify, and everywhere you stream music. Until then, rock on and rock out.